Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today uh, I watched WWE Monday Night Raw, episode 1388. This uh, was broadcast on December 30th, 2019, and I'm calling calling this episode the charisma of everything. Um, So this is the final WWE episode of the, if you don't count WWE Backstage, which will will air the next night on New Year's Eve. Um, And there's a match that's uh, happening on the Fox New Year's Eve show, whatever it is, uh, Roman Reigns versus Dolph Ziggler. So you could could count that, I guess, as the last WWE thing of the year. But anyway, if you don't, this, this is the last regular episode of the of an arena show of the year of the decade and it was a it was a doozy there's a lot in this episode that i liked very very much um there's stuff that was maybe not so much but i still enjoyed it maybe enjoy isn't the right word for that but we'll we'll get all the way through there um my Okay, so I haven't. I, I talked about it in the last episode because I, I summarized the whole week of stuff in one episode um, for week 52 of 2019. That uh, I'm going to make some changes uh, of some kind to the show um, for this next year. So this might be the last episode that's like this. Um, and then again, the but the 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 only change might just be the way I number the episodes, <laughs> and everything else is exactly the same or whatever. Um, but uh, and and even if that's the difference, if that's the one change, and then like nothing will actually change, other than like the graphics slightly. There'll, there'll be one less thing on the graphics for the, the episode, but. Um, yeah, I'll get into that for a second. So, uh, for two years, or, or I don't even know when I started doing it as, at some point, I think in 2018, at the beginning of 2018, at the very least, um, I started doing the episode by week of the year. And, um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, by, by week of the year. And, um, so it'd be like the last week was week 52. There's only the one episode for the whole week. So it didn't have a part, but it'd be like week 52, part one raw episode, 1385, whatever. Um, <clears throat> and so that's how I number the actual file names for everything for the past two, at least the last two years, I think. And I wanted to change it a while ago. Um, but I, uh, the completionist in me thought I, I should, I need to finish out the year and, uh, make it all the way to week 52 of this year also. And then it's like two complete seasons of the, of the podcast or whatever. Um, but this is only four episodes that were about, uh, well, there are a couple here and there that were about stuff that isn't WWE, um, mostly it was stuff like uh all out and double or nothing and uh for a couple weeks there uh a uh, aw dynamite um so uh yeah i kept that up through uh, all the way to the end of this year 
And I think from here on, uh, starting with this episode, because I don't think I'm going to call it, I'm not going to number this episode week 53, part one. Because this is the only episode that I'm doing for this, for week 53 of 2019, because the rest of this week is 2020. So, um, yeah, just a long rambling way of saying, I got slightly distracted. I'm going to visit this topic real quick. Um, by a message that I saw popped up in the chat in one of the wrestling chats I'm in. But, um, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, I got even more distracted by, by mentioning that I got distracted. So, uh, yeah, I think the episodes, I'm just going to, uh, to number, uh, to match the episode number of what I'm watching. Um, so that'll just be the name of, uh, of, of the show. And I might, I might put the date in the, in the, in the, the file name as well to keep everything in chronological order um, in relation to each other. And I think that that might be a good thing to do, especially if I start. Um, okay, so here's here's another uh, another thing. I do absolutely want to watch NXT UK, especially with um, the takeover coming up in two weeks. And I think the best bet for that is not to get caught up on all the episodes. There's like 20 episodes probably. <laughs> not that. Like 12 episodes at least since um, TakeOver Cardiff. Uh, not going to watch all of those. I'm just going to start watching it as of this week. And um, since they are all, all the shows now are on different days of the week. Except for Main Event. Main Event is on the same day as NXT UK now. Um, and 205 Live at least for right now, is on the same day. But anyway, because NXT UK is on a different day of the week, that it it works out with the file naming and stuff and all that. But even if I didn't put the, the dates on there, it still do... I, I am going to put the dates on there. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Um, yeah, keep everything... Because that was the main thing with num, uh, numbering by week number, is to keep everything in order, like chronologically throughout the year. But um, could do that with just putting the actual date in there, and then not worrying about when the um, putting it in the title or anything. Anyway, and I think that that also kind of match up a little bit more with it being today. I watched, um, and uh, even if I don't watch it on that actual day, I mean that's kind of that's the format I've been following anyway. So yeah um now so let's talk about um raw now um so we open up the show with uh kevin owens showing uh talking about all kinds of stuff but one of the things he does is show us clips from Rey mysterio versus andrade where andrade uh won the championship because ray was weakened from being beaten down by the aop and seth rollins um because in uh because story story wise it happened just a couple of days before although in reality it happened a week and a half before that but anyway it's um they kept the continuity going there for 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 ray to to be weakened enough to be defeated so uh seth and aop arrive uh seth is wearing a black glove um so i think uh, his his name should now be seth mittens or uh glove rollins i don't know i don't know but um, <laughs> he's just, I, I, I think this is the first time we've seen him. Where, and I haven't seen anybody mention this black glove. I haven't di- dive, 
dived all the way back. Most of the conversation online is about the final segment of this episode, so um, I didn't check out the live tweets or anything for the beginning of this episode. Um, so there might be a lot of people talking about that black glove, but um, uh, yeah, it, it, <clears throat> it, it's it's a choice for sure. Um, let's see. Kevin tries to attack them as they're coming down the ramp, but uh, there's three of them. They overpower him, but Samoa Joe arrives, and he uh, he causes some destruction. Uh, Kevin goes and gets a chair, and then security arrives to break it all up. Um, and uh, backstage, we get an interview with uh, Kevin and Samoa Joe, and Joe says, well, Kevin won't be alone anymore. That's what uh, Seth really made sure of. And then... Um, <clears throat> They're like, okay, the security comes to, to escort them out of the building. And says, well, we did everything we needed to do this week. And they're like, yeah, yeah, so we'll, let, let's get going. We, we can we can get, get started planning what we're going to do next week. What do you think of what I'm thinking? They were going to take over the world. I was trying to think of what, what Pinky would have said in response to that. Like a... Like a weird, uh, like a weird observation um, that he always has from Pinky in the Brain. That was that was a really bad reference to Pinky in the Brain. Anyway, um, later on, jumping forward, uh, just well, I'll, I'll talk about this. No, I will jump forward a little bit because I want to talk more about this match. Um, so after the, the the match that happened next, um, Seth and AOP has. Uh, security around them because they're about to be escorted out as well and he um as well you don't have to no need to put your hands on us or anything we're, we're going to get out of here too and they n- none of these guys from either side of this this uh confrontation seth and aop uh kevin and and joe or uh kevo and joe Ch- kevo and joans Samo. Samovin Joins. That's what their combined name is, if you ask me. Uh, Kevin tweeted uh, K Joe, which is, it, that's easier to, that's a lot easier to say. So that should be what it is. But anyway, uh, yeah, it, it, none of these guys come back the entire rest of the episode. I think that's the first time that has ever ep- happened on an episode of WWE television that's, uh, let alone, like, one person staying and gone after security escorts him out but like all five people were asked to leave staying gone the entire rest of the episode unprecedented unprecedented but that that doesn't say that they came back for a dark main event but with what what chaos happened in the actual main events that that was fulfilling for the entire nights there's no way they had a dark match after that um but yeah, because they they would have to clean up so much stuff to make that to, uh, to get ready for a dark match. So anyway, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, before Seth and AOP leave, uh, we had a rematch from TLC: Alistair Black versus Buddy Murphy, and this match was freaking awesome. Uh, go watch this the match of the nights, absolutely, and is great. Um, I mean, it wasn't the last thing. It was a great first match of the last episode of the century. Not the century, the decade. Um, but Alistair uh, hits Buddy Murphy with one and a half black masses. The first one was kind of like a, a bent-legged 
uh, one that clipped him on the shoulder more more so, and then it, he he hit him with a proper one uh, to take him out in the end. But man, that's just one and a half of many many things that happened throughout this match. That's that's just awesome. So go check this match out. Um, we then had uh, Rowan after after Seth and AOP leave. Rowan uh, approaches Lana, who's getting ready for her wedding, um, asking her why he wasn't invited, if uh, if it was a mistake or if he if, or if she doesn't like him. And then she starts to answer, or maybe she didn't even start to answer. He's like, "Well, it doesn't matter what you think." Blah blah blah. Um. So. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's why I was, I was going to talk about the, the message that I was uh, uh, distracted by. Um, but I'll, I'll get to it after this. Uh, so Rowan faces a, a local guy called Kip Stevens, who uh, has learned to stay away from the cage. He, he's, he's running away, and then as he realized he was getting close to the cage, he's like, oh, no, I shouldn't, do, I shouldn't go near that. But uh, because he didn't go near it, that meant he was more near Rowan himself, and he got killed. Uh, Rowan defeated him quite easily, of course. Um, okay, so sidetrack, another sidetrack here. Um, in the in the the wrestling chats, um, uh, uh, let's see. So so Satin is one of uh, the people on here. Um, I've talked to her qu- uh, quite a bit. Um, Outside of just the regular chats, um, and I, like picked up a program for her, and sent it off to her from SummerSlam and all that. But anyway, she posted uh, information about uh, Royal Rumble meet and greets, um, Royal Rumble weekend. Um, that uh, these people would be at the autograph show of Texas at the Pasadena Fairgrounds. And I looked it up. Uh, Pasadena Fairgrounds is about like 22 miles away from downtown Houston, which uh, is quite a bother for someone who doesn't have, isn't going to have a vehicle for that trip. So it's a bit of a bummer, but um, I'm, I mean, it would have been awesome. The the four people are uh, Sasha, Charlotte, uh, Bray Wyatt, and Randy Orton. And I haven't met Bray Wyatt or Randy Orton yet, and it would be pretty cool to meet one of them. But also, I don't know how much... I'm going to see how much the the tickets are for those. Let's see. Um, $79. You know, that's not bad, but I think you might also have to... It's the Autograph Show of Texas, so you might also need... um, you might also need to pay for entry to the to the show, um, to that autograph show. Maybe it's only like five bucks or something like that. I don't know, but um, yeah, it is a bother that it's so far away from downtown. Because uh, anybody who's coming from out of town um, uh, might might not have a vehicle, and um, that I I am one of those people will be in that type of situation. Although I am considering renting a car just for Monday um, so I can go to Raw in San Antonio. Because um, I'm, I'm pretty bummed out that they're that the, the entire weekend with SmackDown and Raw aren't all in Houston. But, um, it, you know, it, it does make... 
it does make sense. It does make sense. But yeah. So if you if if any of y'all listening are heading to the Royal Rumble, Royal Rump, Royal Rumble, and you're going in a vehicle, then you can uh, you know go check that out the the Texas Autograph Show or whatever it is called. I already forget what it's actually called. Um, the the Autograph Show of Texas. There we go. Okay, back into it. Um, Charlotte announces that she'll be in the Royal Rumble, and then she uh, issues an open challenge, which is an- answered by Natalia, and uh, Natalia is defeated by Charlotte um, via figure eight. But uh, in the middle of this match, before a commercial break, the 24-7 championship uh, interrupts with, uh, with uh, R-Truth being chased by a bunch of guys, um, and Charlotte's frustrated uh hits eric young with a big boot before we hit go to commercial there is no resolution to this it was just like over with by the time we get back from commercial and um i i i may have not been paying attention but i don't think they even like mentioned it after the break like it it did not play into the the outcome of the match at all it was just like oh this is how we're going to commercial um but yeah, this match. There's some good stuff going on in this match. Uh, I thought I felt like the crowd was really getting into it. I was getting into it, um, and like for I don't I don't know. It is kind of annoying, like that. This is the only women's match on the episode, and it's in a re- like, and you insert this thing in the middle of it. Like you couldn't put this during have it happen during Rowan versus Kip Stevens like that 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 squ- it's a squash match otherwise but break that up extend it out a little bit I don't know but um after that uh, Becky announces that uh the the match is official Becky versus Asuka at the Royal Rumble um that she demanded it because she would not t- talk about uh contract renewals until she got what she wants first so there you go that's that's part of that story going on uh we got a <laughs> another vignette from Liv Morgan uh she said someone once made me feel different and I'll strike when I'm ready she said more than this but she said I'll strike when I'm ready I strike when I'm ready and I think I'm ready right now are you and we'll get back to that uh smack not smackdown <laughs> street profits I circled there I circled the SP and it made it look like an SD. Uh, Street Profits versus the OC. Um, AJ gets ejected from uh, ringside early on in the match. Um, and Street Profits get the win to become... They beat the best tag team in the world. So that uh, must make him the best tag team in the universe or the multiverse. Or however... <laughs> ah, poor Dawkins is trying... Uh, trying to remember uh, explanation of the multiverse and it just didn't go very well, but that's okay. We got lots of rope shaking right before that, and um, you know they 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 have a lot that they have to say every week. It, it's it's really remarkable, uh, especially for these guys how how much how how much script that they have um, every week to go through to deliver so 
you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to hold it against him. I, 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 I appreciated the, <clears throat> what they were going for. And, uh, you know, maybe they'll, they'll try again at some point. I don't know. Uh, next week, it's going to be a triple threats, uh, street profits versus the OC versus the Viking Raiders. Uh, cause street profits beat the OC and the OC beats the Viking Raiders in a non title match. So, logic dictates that um, they both deserve a championship um, opportunity, but being uh, a triple threat, there's no disqualifications. AJ Styles could be out there causing havoc, but also uh, Randy Orton could be out there. Uh, uh, oh, well, we, we'll get to that in a second. Um, Randy Orton could be out there to help uh, either the Viking Raiders or the Street Profits or whatever he wants to do. He does what he wants when he wants. Um, then we had Kurt, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder in a handicap match versus Drew McIntyre. <laughs> oh, I love Drew McIntyre. He's so great. And I, I, okay, he's, he's far, far away from the land of SmackDown, the land of Baron Corbin, all of that. He's on his own and he can just shine as the great, great wrestler and talker and everything that he is. Um, I forget what he was saying, but I absolutely love that he like, <laughs> there's a kid there at the, the, the rails of the entrance ramp. And he's like, mind if I lean here? It's like, yeah, I don't, it doesn't matter what you, what you think. Um, he just like leans there against the, the barrier for a little while as he's talking. And, um, <clears throat> man. I just enjoyed everything about like the entire time he was, I don't remember anything he said at all, but I loved it anyway. So Drew McIntyre, he's got to be okay. Drew, Drew has got, who's, who's going to fight Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble? Because all these other guys are like, so focused on each other. Um, with, AJ and Randy Orton focus on each other with Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe and AOP all focus on each other. Who is going to face Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble? Uh, I kind of hope that it's Drew McIntyre, but I think it would be pretty fantastic if Drew McIntyre dethrones Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Um, <clears throat> but if, if it happens, if, if this match happens before that, that I'm, I'm totally fine with that as well. So, um, man, get Drew, get Drew McIntyre into the main event. ASAP, please. ASAP, please. That's dumb. Um, so then Randy Orton comes out and crutches. He needs help getting into the ring. He says he, he really screwed his leg up. He may be out a long time and maybe might not ever return, but AJ comes out to interrupts uh and taunt randy um he says oh you're the next time we're gonna be able to fight you're gonna try to come back by wrestlemania well i'm gonna retire you at wrestlemania and he kicks his crutch away um after taunting him more and more is like come on i'll put my hands behind my back rko me all that and um he says well you know uh i'm patient so I'll wait until WrestleMania. And then Randy says, well, the difference between us is that I'm not patient. Hits him with an RKO. His no, his knee is totally fine. And everything is great. 
I really enjoyed that. He really got me. I was really wor- worried and sad. Like, man. Randy. At a house show. Get, messing up your, your knee. You might have to retire for it. All of that. And it was, it was, uh, it was, a, it was, a, it was a big old swerve. I liked it. They got me good. Ah, okay. Then we had Andrade, the new United States champion, with uh, Zelina Vega at his side versus uh, a local guy. I think you know what I wasn't paying. I I I don't rec- I did not recognize the guy who he was beating up. So I think it was just some local guy. <clears throat> He's about to destroy him onto the concrete, uh, but Ricochet comes to the rescue, and we end up with Andrade versus Ricochet. Uh, I, I cannot complain about any episode that contains both Andrade versus Ricochet and Alistair Black versus Buddy Murphy. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, Andrade wins via Hammerlock DDT after, uh, Zelina Vega, like, pushes Ricochet off of the, 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 the ring post of, uh, of the corner, um, while the, the referee was looking away. So, uh, yeah, next week we are going to get Andrade versus Rey Mysterio. Rey uh, getting a rematch for his United States Championship. Um, and that should be pretty fantastic uh, to see on TV there. Um, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know. I could see Rey winning it back um, on, on that episode. And then, they getting, uh, then those two going at it again at the Royal Rumble. Um, if Andrade wins, I don't see Ray getting another shot at it. Um, at least for a while, at least not until, um, after the rumble. But, uh, anyway, uh, that was, that was the main event of the night and there's nothing else to talk about. <laughs> no, the, the last segment of the evening, I thought, oh, this is going to be qu- quick. It was like a quarter till, um, they're, they're going to like get through this and as it was happening, I was hoping, oh, maybe they'll just cut off right before the I do's, and that'll be a really kind of funny meta type of thing. But uh, no, they overran this segment like a, a solid 10 minutes over uh, past the end time with the wedding of Lana and Bobby Lashley. <laughs> so as the wedding was being starting to get underway, there's so much that, to possibly talk about this whole segment. It's, it's, it's both awful and fantastic at the same time it's yeah depending on like how you look at it what you look at from it it goes either way but um the rusev day chants are uh, going on throughout the thing and lana keeps telling them to shut up and uh trying to get lana day chants going all of that um they say their vows to each other they're exactly the same vows because Lana goes first, she has her vows that are all about her um, and how great she is, and then um, how lucky Bobby is, and then Bobby's vows are the like the exact same vows, just from his perspective. Um, so some guy objects before, uh, like during the speaking hour of every hold, hold your peace thing. Some guy comes out and he says he's Lana's first husband, and. Um, uh, Bobby Lashley beats him up and then uh, some girl objects and she says she's Lashley's first wife 
she starts to get into her story and Lana just knocks her off of the apron. She doesn't even get to tell her entire story. Um, and then Liv Morgan objects. Objects. She's wearing uh, like a Tarzan cut suit. <laughs> um, I've never seen a suit like that, but uh, she goes on and on about how she didn't. She got through this last year because she was in love with uh, the person who's in the ring and that uh, she can't let this happen. She couldn't believe that this person would do this to her. And then Bobby is, is like, I've never touched this woman in my life or whatever he says. And uh, Lou's like, oh, no, 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 no. Ew. <laughs> or whatever. She doesn't say ew. It would have been great if she said ew. But um, maybe she did. I, I feel like she should, if she didn't, she definitely should have. And you're like, I'm not talking about Bobby. I'm talking about Lana. And the guy, oh. and um, I was like, "What? Why could you do this to me? You love my life, blah blah blah." And Lana just attacks her. It's this big old fight with the wedding dress getting messed up and all that. And uh, it's all, it, and then it ends up being kind of a distraction because inside, like, she gets kind of cleared from the ring. But uh, things aren't over with yet because Rusev, okay, he's in the cake. So there's one last interruption uh, before they say I do and I do. And uh, Rusev bursts out of the cake. He uh, attacks them. Uh, Liv gets in there, is attacking uh, uh, Lana in a big old brawl. And then uh, uh, Liv and Rusev are standing tall at the end of the show. And it... (laughs) it took like it it took a long time to get there um i think they could have cut out five minutes from this and also probably five minutes of the randy orton randy orton thing was really great though but um they could have it could have been just as effective five minutes shorter than that and it would have ended right on time for the whole episode but you know what it's fine (laughs) um I still enjoy. It. I still enjoy it. Um, just kind, of, just a, maybe a little bit annoying for DVR users that the recording stopped right at the hour. They missed the best eight minutes of the entire decade of the of Monday Night Raw. So there we go. They did not get married. Um, they did not end the, the decade with uh, getting married with the marriage of the century, <coughs> the wedding of the century, or the d- decade. I keep saying century, not decade. Anyway, we'll see what happens next. It's not this this freaking story continues on and on and on, and it's yeah. I I it is interesting. <laughs> it is interesting, and it's dumb also. And I. I don't know. I, I, I think I, I'm I'm holding back judgment as far as the Liv Morgan's participation in this. Um, although, okay. it It's not clear. I feel like there's ambiguity about whether what she was came, what she admitted to being in love with Lana, all that is uh, authentic or not as far as story, like, you know what I mean? Um, is was she actually and not actually actually, but as far as storyline goes, what 
is she actually in love with Lana or was it all part of this uh, part? Was it all part of this plan um, by Rusev where there's other two people all just part of this plan from Rusev? Like it, it was it could have all been a huge scheme. And those other two are also part of their faction. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I, I feel like it's more likely and maybe that's even worse than if she is supposed to have those feelings um, is that she lied about having those feelings just to get a rise out of her or whatever. But I think, well, from some of her posts, she is, it, it could have also been, could also be her just poking the buttons that uh, she's continuing that lie by posting pictures of her and Lana being like, see, look at us together. All that kind of stuff. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll wait and see, uh, what they are doing with that entirely, because I feel like it's more so, yeah, I get, I get being upset about it. Um, uh, why, uh, why people would be upset about that element of this story, um, <clears throat> but, uh, you know, even if that was the intention, they could still change it, um, as if she was, she was lying about that, that she would like, because, you know, they didn't do anything romantic on screen or anything like that. So it could all just be a ruse, Sev, a ruse, ruse, Sev. but, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens next week as far as all of that goes. Um, so there, there, there you have it. Um, that is a overall. This was I thought this was a a, a pretty great episode. Um, a couple of awesome matches, some great promos from Drew, and uh, and the and the Randy Randy and AJ segment was awesome. Um, and uh, and then the the the, the historical events of people who were kicked out of the arena at the beginning of the show not coming back. That's that's monumental. That's I am pretty sure that's never happened before. At least not on this scale. So a lot about this uh about this episode to remember, a lot of it maybe uh to forget, but I'm looking forward to 2020. What's going to happen next? How is this all payoff in the Royal Rumble? Um, last year's Royal Rumble had the best storytelling from top, like throughout the show, and it started at the beginning of the kickoff matches, and it ended with, and it ended at the end of the night. And who was heavily involved in that story? Who are the unsung heroes? Not heroes, really, of that story, but they don't get the recognition of making that story happen as much as everybody else in the story was that Rusev and Lana and I think uh, I think it was a Rusev day uh, the team match anyway they were in the, they were involved in the kickoff show Lana got hurt during that match and that was what opened up that that spot right at the last second at the end of the night for Becky Lynch to come in, take that spot, and win the Royal Rumble uh, um, after having lost to Asuka in the SmackDown Women's Championship match. So, like, 
this could th- th- this this story of Lana and Bobby Lashley, Rusev, Liv Morgan, all this could be like permeate throughout the night of Royal Rumble, and it could pay off being like a really cool thing, like it was last year. Um, even if they're not the actual focus of the outcome of that, but we'll see. I don't know. Maybe Rusev wins the Royal Rumble. That would be a, a Royal Rumble Rusev day. Um, okay, so that's it. This has been quite the episode. This is this has been a much longer episode than my episode just recapping everything from last week. Um, so uh, yeah, this is the uh, I'm going to record one more episode before. Uh, the the end of this and the year the year ends talking all about Death Stranding um, and that's going to be I, I'm just going to talk talk and talk and talk about it um, it might be like an hour long episode but um, this is the last WWE episode of the year um, let me know what you thought about it by tweeting me at TIW Podcast go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews if you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site please share some links with your friends subscribe on iTunes Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube wherever you like to listen stay safe out there in all the infinite multiverses and I'll see you next time here on TIW Podcast but first I, the, the, the title Charisma of Everything um, so Tom Phillips <laughs> tweeted just those words that were words that Lana said during her uh, her vows, <coughs> where she was talking about like comparing herself to I don't even remember. It was a bunch of words kind of mixed up in a salad, uh, with the general gist of she's better than every other woman that Bobby could ever possibly have, and she said something like, "There, my charisma of everything exceeds everybody else's." something along those lines so that's what what that's from so all right that's it thanks for listening bye